It's March 23rd, 2019, and this is the first episode of It Started in Hendricksville, stories by Jerry Abram. So good morning, Dad, and good morning, Mom. Mom, how are you today? You all right? She's giving us a head shake there. So, Dad, you doing all right today? I'm fine. Good. So, um, Dad, you and I talked, I don't know, when I called you a week or two ago and said I was interested in making some recordings. Yeah. Um, And just for people listening here, I wanted to make sure that I kind of say at the beginning that for me... I've been thinking really for probably six months now that um, over the years you told just lots and lots of stories, um, mostly funny stories, but also just interesting stories. Um, And I realize sometimes I try to retell those to people and I don't remember them very well. And and I thought, especially for my kids and for uh, Nat and April and Joe and Missy and their kids and your great grandkids and everybody, it'd be nice um, to have those stories recorded. Um, And so each, uh, try to, each time I come visit you, we'll do five or ten minutes worth of stories and uh, we'll publish those as a podcast so everybody can listen to them. So this first week, uh, just to kind of get our feet under us a little bit. Um, I just want to cover some of the basics of uh, your your birth and all that kind of stuff. So I guess just so everyone knows, why don't you tell us your name, when you were born, and who your parents and grandparents were. So, Okay, well I'm Jerry Abram. I was born in Hendricksville, Indiana. It's up in the north, actually the northeast corner of Greene County in a little log cabin, a little two-room log cabin that my father built. And that, I was born on the 14th of September in 1938 and lived there for two years after my birth. And then Dad built a newer home, an actual uh, home built, not log, but actually cut lumber, of course sawmill cut lumber, over on the county line about uh, three-quarters of a mile straight east of Hendricksville on Gardner Road. We lived in that house until I was 11 years old, and at this time, my grandfather and grandmother, both on Dad's side of the family, had passed away, and uh, Dad wound up with the home that they lived in, which was about halfway between where we lived on Gardner Road and Hendricksville. Okay, so so let me back up a little bit because you told me several things that I didn't know. So, the log cabin that you were in, you were born in a log cabin. Yes. And when you were born in that log cabin that your dad built, can you tell me again where that's at? Okay, it is the only house on the east side of Highway 43 in the little burg of Hendricksville, Indiana. So... Is it the is it the house that Ronnie Vern? It is that house. Yes, they've built a lot of house around it now, but the old log well, cabin is sir. still in the middle of that. So it's pretty much across from the Hendricksville store, not quite. Well, but no, it's a little bit south of the Hendricksville. Okay, yeah, but I mean it's within a few hundred yards, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when your dad built that house there, 
Um, so somehow he acquired property there and built that house. Yeah. Somehow, who knows? And then your grandparents were they living where I, you know where where I know that Grandma lived as I was growing up? That farmhouse that you guys ultimately ended up living in. Were your grandparents living there when you were born? Oh yes. Okay, so so that that's an Abram Homestead been there a oh, long time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry, I, I kind of stepped in there. So, That's all right. you guys were in your log cabin. You you went to the county line road, which your your dad built that house. Yes. And then, and I guess Virginia, that's the house she grew up in pretty much then. Uh, well, Virginia spent a lot of her life living with my grandmother on mom's side of the family, which was Lonnie and Gracie Hendricks, because she lived there and could go to school in Greene County because uh, the bus didn't come in to where we were over on the county line. Oh, that is so... So, she so where were they at? Where did they live? Okay, they were about a half mile north of Hendricksville, up on that high hill there. Oh, okay, so when you say the bus didn't come down, I mean, it almost got there, but not quite. It didn't come on Gardner Road. It come up 43. So how, like where, you're saying like where Delbert lived, kind yeah. of that area... That's roughly where they live, somewhere up in there? Uh, granddad and Grandma? Uh-huh. No. Uh, you know where the uh, restaurant is that was called Rosie's Cafe? Oh, the other way. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, on the same side of the road as the restaurant, and about a quarter mile north of that. This house sits up on the hill. The old house burned down. Okay, so when I was a little kid... There was a house burning, and we drove down to Hendricksville and watched it burn up on that hill. That was their house? That was my grandmother's and granddad's house on mom's side of the family. <laughs> I, I, that's probably why we drove down there and watched it. It was, yeah. I did not realize that. that. I just remember seeing that, and, oh, wow, that is interesting. Wow, that's just kind of blowing my mind. So the bus came in. Oh, I see what you're saying. You guys were over on the county line, yeah. and the bus didn't come up Gardner Road there. Not at all, yeah. And so in order to go to school easily, she lived there with, with your mom's parents. Yeah, and went to Salisbury, and Dad paid a little bit of tuition, and the bus come down from Monroe County and turned in our driveway, so I started out my first three years of school in the old Rice School in Monroe County. So you did, was it first grade through third grade? Mm -hmm. You did in Monroe County. I went to school in Monroe County. But I, I didn't, didn't have any idea. <laughs> oh, that, that is just fascinating. Okay, so, sorry, I, I know we're jumping all over the place here, but it's really interesting. So, so that's you guys on the County Line Road, and then you said you moved, once your, your grandparents in there passed away. Yeah. And then you guys moved, and th that would have been your dad's parents. Can you tell me your mom's parents' names and your dad's parents' names again? Okay, getting mom's confused. parents was Alonzo and Gracie Hendricks, but they called him Lonnie, and they called her Gracie all okay. the time. Lonnie and Gracie Hendricks was mom's mom and dad. Oliver and Una was dad's mom and dad. Okay. And uh, Oliver, we called him Pappy. Pappy. All right. And Lonnie, we called him Poppy. <laughs> oh, so Poppy and Pappy were both on your side of the family. Okay, for some reason I was thinking one of them might have been mom's grandparents, but they weren't. So No, no, that, so, was, that was my parents. It was 
Poppy and Pappy. Okay, that's Poppy fine. and Grandma Gracie. Uh huh. And Pappy and Grandma Uni. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So one other thing that I it just dawned on me. So your mom was a Hendrix. Yes. So do you know if there's a I'm just thinking since her parents lived so close to Hendricksville, is there a connection between Hendricksville being called Hendricksville and and th- them being Hendrix? I mean, well, there was a lot of Hendrixes right in there. Okay. So they was not definitely not by themselves. Okay. But I, how the name came in, I I never did know that. And I assume were all the Hendrixes there? I assume they're all related. I mean, it was all yeah. one family. Yeah. Somehow. Way back. Yeah. Way back. Okay. All right, so now you move back to the, the farmhouse. One that, other thing of oh, interest yeah, would go ahead. be mom's mother, Gracie, uh-huh. was an Abram. Okay, hold yeah. on. Well, hold, <laughs> but, okay. But, so dad and mom was like third cousins or something like that. Oh, I was going to... So, 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 <laughs> well, you can't see it on the podcast, but dad is acting like he's flinching because... He's got a little in inbreeding going on here, so so yeah, that because well, and I mean, I've always known that in Hendricksville, you know, over the years there had to be a lot of cousins marrying not not first cousins, but you know, third and yeah. fourth cousins oh, yeah, marrying each other because it was a very small community. Um, so her okay, so your mom's mom, your grandmother on your mom's side was an Abram, and she was related through some. Yeah, so you know, kind of distant, but she was related to to your dad's family's. And she somewhere. was uh, had a lot of uh, Indian blood. Oh yeah, I forgot you used to talk about that. Yeah. She she was kind of dark complected and oh, yeah. yeah, she looked a lot like Indian. Do you know where she was from? That she would have gotten. I mean, had she? Well, it was. Uh, I mean, were there Native American people in that area that she was from, or do you think she came from like another state? Um, well, see, I never you don't know. found that out. Never yeah. wasn't really close to Mom's family. Okay, but uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, then of course my grandma on the other side was uh, half Indian and, and, or fourth Indian. I mean. Okay, and do you know which tribe or part of Cherokee? So 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 you you do so you your mom on your dad's side was a quarter Cherokee. Uh-huh. Okay, so then you would be whatever that an eighth Cherokee. And then also Cherokee on mom's side too, through her mom. So so okay, yeah. So 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 you, as far as you know, the Native American side of, of both of your grandmothers was Cherokee. Yeah, Cherokee Indian. Interesting. Okay. All right, all right, so, all right, so that's good. Um, so back to the farmhouse, the old farmhouse. Okay. Um, so you guys ended up in your grandparents' farmhouse, and you don't know who built that house, whether they built it no, or not. No, I don't know who built it. But when you guys moved into it, it was a old house already. Very, very old. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how old it was and, and maybe how rickety it might have been and things about snow's, snow leaking in and stuff like that. So, Well, the old house, uh, of course, back when it was built, all about all your homes had 11-foot-high ceilings in them, really? which made them extremely hard to heat. Do you have any idea why they built them so tall? I don't have any idea why. It was just the standard way they done. Uh, all the houses down in there that was built anywhere close to that time. Uh-huh. 
were built the same way with 11 foot high ceiling. And so these would have been houses built around the turn of the century, around 1900, somewhere in that, or maybe uh, a little later than uh, that? Oh, before that. Even before that, okay. Yeah, back in the 1800s. Okay, so back in the 1800s, yeah. okay, all right. But uh, this old house was so cold, uh, the wood had deteriorated around the windows in several different places in this old house. And uh, my brother, which is 10 years younger than me, my brother Randy and I, slept in what they called the old dining room. We had a bed in there and a window on the west side of the house. The wood had deteriorated around this window and it had left openings. When the wind would blow out of the west, the curtains would stand way out from the wall. Several nights that I can remember clearly, laying in this bed with so many covers on us, we had to lay with our feet turned to one side because we wouldn't stand on end and wear your toes out holding all them covers up. <laughs> so woke up several different times of a morning when uh, these nights, that I'm sure you've all seen the snow at night when it's really, really cold. I'm talking about single digit or zero temperatures. Uh -huh. This snow blows straight across. Don't look like it's falling any uh -huh. snow. It blows it's real light. light snow uh -huh. all night. And woke up several mornings, cold enough in that room where we slept, there would be a little drift of snow on the bed covers, on top of the bed covers. It didn't even melt. It stayed right there. It, it was so cold yeah, in that so room, it wouldn't even melt. Well, well below freezing in yeah. there. So. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of nights, uh, we carried our water from a well down over the bank just carried it up the hill in buckets. And a lot of mornings in the kitchen, I've seen, uh, you used a dipper, just an old long handle dipper to dip the water out of the bucket for whatever you used it for. And I've seen that dipper froze in the ice in the bucket, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yes. Just sitting there in the kitchen. We had two old coal stoves. Okay. And uh, it was had to be a blessing from God that that house was not burned down because yeah. those old coal stoves, I've seen them pink, red, hot. Oh, I was going to say, I, coal's so hot. Trying yeah. so hard to get that house warm. And uh, but that's it was just the way the house was. There was no fireplace in there, and they used to burn that fireplace. But after the winds uh, got so bad, the drawing of the air in the fireplace Pulled more cold air right. in those windows, <clears throat> so that's when we changed and went to stoves. Okay. So. So, I guess <coughs> I would have thought back then that you would have cut firewood and burned firewood, but, but coal was the, the way to go back yeah. then. Well, at that time, Dad had a truck that he had bought, and uh, he hauled coal for people all over the oh, country. Oh, okay, like so a side job. We yeah. got our coal cheap, you know. All, all we had to pay for was the price at the mine. Right. <clears throat> Where was that mine at? Was it most of the coal that me and Dad hauled when I was a kid like that on this old truck was in Bicknell, Indiana. Okay. Uh, it was the Sunshine Mine in Bicknell is where we hauled out of. We hauled a little bit out of Pandora over by Sullivan. Uh huh. But those two coal mines was the main ones that we hauled coal out. That's, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a trek for you guys. That, that wasn't a short trip, right? Oh, no, it was a long trip for us then. Yeah. And this old Chevrolet truck had an old 235 inline six-cylinder yeah. engine in it. What, probably a three-speed or four-speed no, transmission? No, it had a four-speed transmission and a two-speed axle. Oh, really? So yeah. it was kind of a heavy duty. Was it a 
double double tire. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, it's dual tire. Okay, so it was a it proper was a heavy duty truck. Did yeah. it did it have a dump bed on it, or did you just no, shovel it no, out? No, no, did no. You? Same one I hauled logs on when I was. Okay, there. same truck. Same truck. Okay. We took sideboards off of the bed and rolled the logs up on it. So, so we're gonna just for people listening to this, we're gonna come back to the this this log story uh, in one of the next episodes um so one thing I, we're, we're 16 minutes in here so i want to wrap things up but i thought since we're still talking about the house tell us about plumbing lack of plumbing toilet baths mm-hmm. when did you get electricity those kinds of things about the house mm-hmm. okay uh as far as uh none of the houses we ever lived in uh until we finally got electricity. Even had, they had, instead of uh, four or five rooms and a bath, we had four rooms and a pass. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had the, (laughs) but we never had enough money to lay a carpet all the way to the bathroom, so. (laughs) But uh, might've gotten wet too. (laughs) (laughs) But, all in all, there was no plumbing whatsoever in any of these houses. Okay. Except finally, we did put a sink in the kitchen in the old farmhouse. Okay. And just dug a, a pit outside and filled it with gravel, and then the sink water ran out and went into that pit and soaked away. Okay. Then in the house on the county line, we did not even have a sink. Okay. So uh, it was all mom done all the washing by hand. And, and cooking, where did you guys cook? Okay, we cooked on a, uh, we had a uh, electric stove. Okay. And a lot of the time on those old coal stoves, they would place up on top. Where electric you stove, stove or coal stove? Well, we had electric stoves after we got electricity. Okay, so once you got electricity, then everybody bought Before electric that, stoves. Before that, we had so. an old, what they called an old wood burner range. Okay. That had a water reservoir on one end of it, and when you had fire in it, it kept the water hot in there. Okay. And uh, then it had an oven down underneath, and then it had a warming oven up over the top. Okay. In this old uh, range. So, so when you were on County Line Road, you, you did or didn't have electricity there? No. Never had electricity? We did before we left there, but even after we got that house built, Dad was working, started working for a Philippet automotive company, uh-huh. delivering auto parts, and they had power units for homes, and really? we put up a, a old gas-powered generator. Well, so had its own motor. I did not. Know and then that. there was like six great big batteries that it charged. Oh. And it charged these batteries. That is crazy. Up. I had no idea. So you guys were, it's like, like I've got, you know, the, the young kids all want to do that today. They, of course, they want to use solar panels to charge the batteries, but they still want to charge batteries. So you guys were charging batteries back then. Yeah, with this old generator, an old one cylinder, had a flywheel on it, two feet across. And uh, we, when the lights would start getting a little bit dim, we had to go start that old uh, generator. And it set up Do you know, there. was it, it had to be DC power coming out of that well, thing. Uh, now that I don't who who know. knows? Okay, but, so you had that on the county line road. Yeah, and we wired that house and had lights. Now, we never had a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, the uh, ice man come through 
Yep. And we bought chunks of ice and put in what they called an ice box to keep our food in. But uh, we did have lights, and that was about the only thing you could pull off of those batteries for very Just long. you could see at night, yeah. Because there just wasn't that much power. But uh, we had some wiring, but then when the electricity finally come in there, the wiring we had was not I capable wasn't the right, of carrying the, Wouldn't have been the right mm-hmm. wiring, yeah. So then we went and pulled electric wire that would work on the uh, outside uh, yep. lines coming in. Yep. We pulled it into the walls and everywhere by hooking it to the wires that was already in there and dragging them through. That, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> but, and then the old farmhouse over there, Dad and I wired that when it had no wires in it. And was that when your grandparents were still in it, or no. it was, that was after you moved in? Yeah, that okay. was after we had moved over there. Well, no, it wasn't. It was before we moved over there. It was rented. Okay. Knight Neighbor and his wife rented. <laughs> really? Yeah, I remember and, Knight. Uh, they were living there when we wired that. But uh, that was another episode that would take me hours to tell you about what we had to go through to get that wiring in those walls. Oh, I, I can imagine. Yeah. In fact, I was going to ask you when you and Rant, no, when you and your dad wired other people's houses, did you go to the effort to wire inside the wall or did you just run it on the outside? No, we went inside. So you did go ahead and go on the yeah. inside. I guess most of those houses, did they even have a, uh, insulation in the they walls? They didn't though? have any insulation walls, but some of them was plastered. Yeah. And that back then, when they plastered, they plastered with wood laths. Oh, yeah. Little little slots everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and then this plaster pushed through those yeah. laths. I've seen it, yeah. Well, it stuck out on the inside and dried, and it was so hard to get a wire down through that. Because it kept hooking. Yeah, it just kept poking and working. And, but uh, it was a, a new life to try to wire those houses. So then, I guess one last thing on the house. So, so like to take a bath or something, you guys just had a big... Like a big metal tub or something, or how, how did you guys clean washing yourselves? Tub, just like you've got today. Was it the same tub you washed clothes and stuff into, or did yeah? It, so, so kind of a do-all tub. Yeah, was, you washed clothes, washed mm-hmm, yourself. Mm-hmm. I assume you didn't take a bath every day back then. Absolutely not. Yeah. Just, what? Uh, even once a week, or sometimes even longer? You think? No, at least once a week. Okay. We had to take a bath, but the sad part of it was there were six of us kids, and. You kind of wanted to be the first one, but you never got to be when you was the youngest one. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was, and we heated the water on those old coal stoves, and then poured it in this tub, and then put water we'd carried out of the well, poured in with it to get That's the right temperature. And, and then as soon as summertime come, we'd take a cake of ivory soap and okay. go to the lake, go to the pond. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, did your dad, was that pond always there, or how did the pond end up No, dad there? had that pond built. See, I thought he had that uh, built. It was built just real close to the time I went to the Army. Oh, so that was built late. Yeah, Okay. Was way late. Yeah, okay. It was built in the 50s. And in your water, where did you get, did you guys go get water, or was there a creek or something? How did you guys get water to for drinking and that kind of stuff? On the well, old farmhouse? Well, I guess in any of the places you were at, how did you get water? Well, we had a well drilled on the county line. Oh, really? Okay. And a hand pump. And a hand pump, okay. Okay. Then on the old farmhouse, yeah. the well was down in the valley right off to the west. I remember where that well is, yeah. Yeah, and it was hand close dug. To, close to Marky's house over there. Yeah. You kind uh-huh. of head over that way. And it was hand dug. Yeah. They dug that by hand and walled it as they dug 
like like brick or something or stone yeah, or was stone. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was twenty four feet deep, I think it was. But the water came way up in it. You had a lot of water standing, and they had a pump on top of it to pump into your buckets. And finally, when we got electricity, we put a pump in, laid up a little well house down there, yeah. and put an electric pump in there, and a line up to the house, and then we had water in the house. And Donald and Mary, that lived across the road from us, paid for the, what it cost to do it, and hooked a line into that and run it all the way to their house, and they had running water in that. Well, sir, went, just went across the road with the, the line, or under the road with the yeah, line. Yeah, so. across it, just dug across the um, road with picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just know, a gravel did. road, I assume. Yeah, so. you didn't. didn't you, you didn't have to get a permit back then to do that? <laughs> you didn't have to have a permit to do anything back then. <laughs> um, yeah, that's because I remember that well, but I didn't realize the history behind it. Now, was the well, um, was it there when your grandparents were alive and living in the house? I mean, do you know the history of who built the well or how that? It was built when granddad and grandma or whoever built the old house. It was okay, built it was at the same time. Same time they did yeah. all that. When so. they set up housekeeping there, they had to have water, and that's what they done. All right. And, uh, well, Dad worked 25 minutes, so let's call it a week, and we'll catch up next time. Okay. Okay.